We are in Champions League, man. That was my Dilly din, dilly dong, come on. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. This is the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast with Gary Kearney. Hello, welcome to the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. My name is Gary Kernin. Joining us for this episode is CEO and founder of VO, Henrik Tysbeck. We're excited to announce a new partnership with them and they've kindly sponsored this podcast. VO is a portable, lightweight soccer camera that films games and practices automatically without the need for a camera operator. Once the games are recorded, they're sent to the VO online software Coaches and players can then create highlights, draw on the screen, or even take control of the camera and operate it themselves. Unbelievable. With VO, the possibilities are endless. So we're going to talk about a few things with Henrik, how we can capture better video at youth and amateur levels, why we should be looking at adding to it with our clubs, and then what are some ways that clubs can build revenue streams when soccer resumes, which will be hopefully very soon. VO are offering free product and software demonstrations to anyone interested in the product. I would highly recommend looking at it. For more information, please go to www.veo.co slash us slash msc. And I'll put the link on the podcast notes as well, modernsoccercoach.com. Thanks so much for listening. Here is Henrik. Enjoy. Henrik, thanks so much for joining us for the Modern Soccer Coach podcast. Very, very excited to have you on. Gary, thanks for having me on. Video analysis data, it's been, I mean, there's just been a massive, massive boom. Probably the biggest boom of science. Sports science was 10 years ago. Video analysis and data was probably five years ago. Uh, at what stage did, did you get the idea or the inspiration to, to take the camera person away and improve <laughs> the way that we're collecting video? Well, it actually doesn't come out of video analysis. Uh, it actually, it all started because my um, my co-founder, uh, he came too late to his son's football match. And his son is not, you know, maybe not the best player in the world. And then, you know, in this match here, his, uh, his son scores a goal. And he obviously misses this goal here. Um, and he, can, you know, comes back and his wife is mad because how could you miss, you know, our son's goal and all that. And then, uh, and he's a TV producer. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a big TV producer here in, uh, in, uh, in Denmark. And, uh, and then he was like, so how come that nobody is actually filming, you know, all these, uh, these uh, youth matches here? Um, and, um, and then we started uh, thinking about, you know, you know why, why is this? Um, and, and, uh, and it turns out that there are kind of two problems with, uh, with video, video capturing in, in, in sport. Um, one thing is that you need, you know, the camera operator, the cameraman who, uh, you know, who, who actually films it. And, and, and if that's apparent on the sideline, uh, you know, it often becomes, you know, shaky recordings and, you know, when your son scores, something you start jumping and you really miss the actual goal, right? Um, but, but one of the biggest problems is actually getting an elevated recording position. Uh, to really getting that vantage point, uh, because you need to, you know, really to, to get the perspective when you're, when you're recording. So, 
So which means that in order to record a you know a football match, you need um, uh, yeah you need to build a scaffold uh, or some level of infrastructure, and then you need a camera operator, and then you need someone to you know to edit afterwards. So so that whole process is just for the majority of teams just way too cumbersome, uh, way too costly, um, which is why um especially in europe so it's like you know 99 of, uh, of matches never being recorded simply because clubs and teams don't have the resources to do so um and then what we did was then that we tried to figure out okay so in, in order to do this how can you kind of cut away the the camera operator and how can you eliminate the need of actually building a scaffold and then we looked into um to uh, to vr um because the the way you've been producing sport or filming sport the past you know 100 years is that you have a you have a camera that you know uh, needs to kind of mechanically follow the action the ball whatever you like the, the center of action which requires in the camera operator and then uh, my other co-founder um yes but he's uh, he's been building vr uh, wearable vr cameras mm-hmm. and in, in vr you 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 capture the, the whole scene, the whole room, and then you're walking around with your goggles on afterwards. Um, and we were like, okay, what if you could actually build the same for sport? So you, you know, you record the whole field, and then afterwards you could then kind of move around with your virtual goggles on, and then you would actually eliminate a, a, a camera operator because then the, the camera would just be static. So um, yeah, so it's uh, so it kind of comes from you know uh, missing out on your son's school and then then a lot of VR. Uh, that's that's kind of been the inspiration for for building our solution. Jennifer Lawrence has a movie Joy. She's basically like a an entrepreneur slash innovator, and she thinks of these products, and it's it's a really really good movie for just the heartache of trying this because we all think that if I could think of an idea and get it through, I would be a millionaire. But the actual, the actual journey of getting your product to product development, to testing through licensing. I mean, how long did that take and how difficult is it? Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. And, and us, especially with, with the, with the technology and product like, like ours, so we've been we built the first we started the first prototypes five years from now, um, and and we launched a product a year and a half ago. <laughs> so it's been it's been taking quite a long time uh, coming coming to the point we are now. So so our product development has has been quite long. We started with a we actually built a prototype on a on a foosball table. So we. Uh, we uh, we screwed uh, GoPro cameras like on the sideline of a foosball table, and then we could kind of show that if we could see the ball, then it would automatically switch between the different uh, GoPro cameras, so we could kind of automatically film film foosball. Uh, and, and then after that, we we uh, we then uh, raised some money based on that prototype, and then we could build the next prototype, raise some more money, and then eventually come at, at, at the yeah the product we, we launched um, a year and a half ago and 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 the complexity for what we're doing is that one there's the hardware element building cameras um very high resolution cameras uh that has to be you know be you know be operable out you know outdoor um and then on top of that also the the intelligence or the ai that is able to actually understand how a camera producer thinks how much zoom, how much panning, you know, how actually to, to automatically produce a film based on this panoramic video. 
So it's been a, a research track both on the hardware side and also especially on the on, on the software side, um, which is two parallel tracks, but both obviously important in order to actually launch the product. So it's it's uh, it's been taking quite a quite a long time uh, to to get to, to get to the yeah actually launch stage. Um, but um, I still can't get over the fact that you can go back. The camera follows the ball, and then you can go back and check out something else that happened on the pitch. Yeah, I, yeah. I like how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, so so uh, this is actually a, a feature that comes from from uh, from um, from the analytics side of the sport. So I talked to first about you know the, the background is actually from the, the content perspective. I want to share my goals and see my son's uh, uh, highlights. But but what what we're learning from working with uh, with great analysts that, and coaches is that if you're a coach, then the area of the field where the ball is is actually not always the most interesting uh, part of the field. And certainly not the zoom and the panning. So if you're a, a, a TV producer, you know, broadcasting Premier League, then you have one way of, of filming and zooming. But when you're the coach, you sometimes want to see a different perspective. Often you want to zoom more out to see more players. And sometimes you actually want to see, you know, if there's a you know counterattack, you want to see how's my defense line position at this time. You want to see where the ball's in the other side. Um, and, and when you're using normal camera operators, then uh, everything that is outside the lens of the camera is lost forever, right? If you didn't, if you didn't film it, you know, it, it happened, but you, you can never see it again. And and with our technology, which uh, consists in, in, in so, so the way our technology works is that our camera um, films a 180 degree high, very high resolution panoramic video. So you place the camera uh, on a tripod. Uh, which makes it super easy to kind of yeah get to that elevated uh, point that I talked to you uh, about before, um, and that camera sits there on the on the middle of the of the field and films 180 degrees, so it films the whole field, every player, everything um, at the same time. And then our software can then go in and understand the you know where's the ball uh, and and where's kind of the center of uh, of action, and then automatically then zoom uh, on 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 those parts. Uh, but what we're actually capturing is the whole the whole scene. So we you can actually overtake the camera steering. So kind of instead of letting our AI focus on the ball, you can then actually uh, manually direct the camera in in uh, in, in every uh, in every engine. So it's not the physical camera that moves, but it's the the, the web player where you can navigate uh, inside the footage, just like in VR, where when you're looking in one direction, you're filming that way, and the other direction. So um. So, so think of it as a, uh, as a as a VR experience where you can control the the virtual camera uh, inside of the football field. Fascinating. You hear a lot of coaches today in in my world say, "Yeah, players are visual learners, but they're still spending thirty plus minutes with meetings and sessions, standing, explaining things that at best is front of a magnet board." But why why do you think as coaches we're still almost reluctant to add an extra layer of quality in terms of the video of sessions and video of games? Um, I think it comes back to, and, and, and I totally agree with you, yeah, but, but I think that the, the problem is not that coaches do not want to use uh, video. Um, the, the, the problem is, is that it is just hard to capture. Um, it is the process of capturing 
the, the magic, which is the, the problem, that the, uh, the resources, the cost it requires in order to capture those, uh, the, the, those footage, um, which is exactly what, what we're doing. What we're doing is that making it easier for coaches to capture those. So building a, using a camera that doesn't require a camera operator, you bring it to your, to your match along with a tripod, you set it up, click, report, uh, click uh, record, and then you can coach, you know, uh, spend the time coaching instead of spending time filming. So making it easier to capture uh, the film, um, then you can actually bring in that video element uh, to, your, to your analytics, to your, to your team tactic boards uh, and all that. So um, I don't think it's because coaches don't want to use video. It's simply because it's just too too hard to to capture. I have a quick story, and I, and I wanted to get your perspective on it. Whenever I uh, I had a friend who basically invited me to a club that uh, I could go up and watch a couple of days of training, but it was everything was closed. So the only way he could get me in was if I could video. The training session so i was put on the stand and uh, and he started uh you know he's telling me what to do because he's he's working the analysis side so he's telling me to start whenever the players walk out and i said well would you not want the session started when the balls start moving around and he wanted or the head coach wanted everything analyzed so they could go back and do uh when the game finished on the saturday they wanted to go back and do a an analysis not just on the game but body language preparation and it was really really interesting i wanted to get your perspective on the clubs that you're now working with and at the elite level you know how deep are they going with analysis training cameras and, and all this here what can you give us an insight on that uh yeah no it's 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 a interesting really interesting uh thought that yeah i mean our our customers and the clubs are working with are literally on all levels i mean we're working with mls clubs working with the you know the super league clubs, the, the premier league clubs in, in, in europe uh down to uh grassroots amateur youth clubs and their their needs are, are, are totally different um and some are more in the um uh you know i want to share my my highlights my goal and so on but on the on the professional level, it's like there are definitely coaches that are spending hours taking down the uh, uh, down the footage um, and, and really putting in a lot of efforts on on, on video analysis. Uh, there's a lot of you know um, complementary technology within variables and and heart rate monitors and, and so on in order to get like a complete um, get get even more data on on the on the players here. I think, I think the the interesting for, from our perspective, and, and again that like it's it's uh, it's it varies totally from 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 team to team, and also like it, uh, I mean it varies from Premier League club to Premier League club. They have unlimited resources in in, in data and analysts, and they have like armies of people working on this. And and even from club to club, it's different. And 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 literally following the coaches' philosophies on you know how to coach. Um, I think what what we are focusing on is actually um, on the perspective that I think a lot of these, um, a lot of the professional clubs, they have enough resources to actually you know get all that data. And 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 what we want to do is how can we take technology that is only before possible for the professional teams and actually make that accessible for you know any team. Like so, 
five years ago, it was on a professional team using video. Now any team in the world can use video to develop their talent and, and, and win more matches. So, so we, are, we are very keen on, okay, what elements can we choose from how the professional have unlimited resources? Which one can we pick out and say, okay, these tools, that is exactly, uh, the, you know, the, if you're a, uh, a grassroots uh, coach, which elements can you, um, uh, you know, can you, can you reuse? Um, and I would say body language is, has not been a part of uh, those uh, those yet, um, but uh, but it is it is definitely like there, there, there's uh, you know um, there's so many kind of um, small things in, in, in how you take up footage, uh, how do you annotate it, how do you tell the stories, how do you surface those those important moments because players don't want to watch through. 90 minutes they want to like see those you know those clips where they were actually close to the ball um so um so we, we definitely take a lot of learnings from the from from the professional teams but our ambition is more like you know the democratization we want to make you know technology accessible for, for everybody we're seeing a growth in grassroots clubs that are starting and youth clubs that are starting to video their games is that is that a trend that you've noticed in the past couple of years absolutely absolutely yeah uh, and, and, and we want to be in the fold. I mean, we want to push push that. I mean, it's definitely, um, that's, that's kind of our mission, right? Our mission is to uh, enable all teams around the world to capture their, their sport games. Um, so so um, because we can, we can dive in more into that, 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 that later on if you want to, but, but like there's, there's so many aspects of video which is interesting um we, we've covered a bit of the you know the analytics side but video can be used for so many other things right you've got a lot of fan engagement uh you have how do you you know get exposure to your sponsors how do you do recruitment scouting uh i mean there's so many aspects which are super interesting that that video can also do um and and i think ultimately i think it's going to be super interesting to see if we are actually able to kind of impact the economy of the the grassroots youth sports today economy in sport is is super uh, uh, you can say uh and it's like the american economy right i mean the top you know one per mil have half of all the revenues and it's the same in sport right you have the premier league clubs who has you know millions and millions of pounds and then you have a, the Sunday league clubs uh, just below which is 99 of the, the the clubs but they have half the revenues so could 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 video actually start uh, changing that? Um, could video actually start increasing the economies in the youth club? Because now um, video can help um, develop better talents. Uh, video can help maybe recruiting. How if you're a you know grassroots club, how would you find you know the next player, right? You, you know you can't afford scouts, but suddenly using video, maybe you can find better talent. Uh, you could also start actually. Getting more sponsor revenues because now you can actually advertise that you know the local sponsor you have instead of just having on the shirt. Something you can also uh, you know uh, give them watermarks on the video, start giving them more exposure. Um, maybe you could sell the the, the data to to scouts. I mean, there's just um, so many aspects that that video can suddenly do. So we actually um, really interested in seeing like could we actually change the whole sporting economy so that there is more revenues. In the, uh, in the in the youth and, and, and grassroots, and also can we then uh, you know uh, you know with that development also start like could you could we actually bring more exposure to the sport uh, like could we have more people participate in sport because there's more video I mean if you're a you know if you're a five years old right now you can either you know sit there and play Fortnite 
uh, like your friends, or you can actually you know, go down to your local club and start playing football. Um, and and the more kids sharing cool stuff they've done on the pitch, you know, the more interest uh, it, it brings to actually go out there and, 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 and start doing a sport. So, so we think actually that using more technology, using more video, that we can make the sport better and we can also make the sport bigger. And that's why I think focusing on the on the non-professional call of that, it's just super interesting because that's just a massive impact that you can actually do with the do with technology. It is it's very interesting because and I'm sure you guys are are sitting and thinking very hard about where current times where this is going to drop. But I've I've never heard that that think that's really interesting. What I initially thought was what a great tool for education, educate parents. We complain so often that the parents don't, you know, we want to play a certain way. Parents don't understand it. Um, and you see coaches sitting down and putting them under a tree and talking to them. And, and so that's not going to work either. So I think it's interesting <laughs> how, and I, and I love the the business as a source of revenue, like almost, and I'm interested to get your thoughts on this. Are we going to move from five years ago, social media posts were something funny, a picture of our team got quite a bit of engagement. If we're going to improve the quality of the game, do we need now to have almost a, a media department in our amateur club to say, here's the highlights, quick two, three minute highlights, or actually showing the game more than showing you know someone laughing? Do we need to progress that? I think that the, uh, I think definitely you you will see much more content being shared from um, from from those matches, uh, which is natural, right? I mean. Uh, you know, up until recently, right? You're sharing pictures and video of everything. You know, your kids, your cupcakes, your whatever. But you're never sharing those those unique moments from the from the match. You're never seeing a great tackle, right? I mean, even though you've got two billion soccer fans in the world, never nobody shares though. You know, the fumbles, the saves, all those great. I mean, so so so. Uh, I mean, there's a massive demand for 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 for, for the content. I mean, uh, everybody's watching uh, sports on TV. And you've got so many participants and there's just no link between all those millions of players and all those millions of fans that can actually share content in between. And again, it's the capturing, which is the most important thing. So when you are giving the millions of, of players access to those unique moments and maybe they need to have like a, you know, fire after the ball or you need to be able to annotate it and do sort of, a, you know, filtering. I mean, um, that, 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 will, that, will, that will come. But actually giving the players that content I think that's going to be the, the accelerating factor. So, no, I don't think the clubs will need any social media department. I'm sure the players will do that for them. Um, absolutely. Uh, and that's going to and that's going to promote the club even even more when you have, you know, all the kids saying, hey, uh, you know, sharing their, their, their moments. And then suddenly their friends want to come to that club because they've got a camera technology and the other club can't. Uh, so, yeah. so I think uh, that, that, that's going to be the driving factor. Vio is far more than just a camera that can automatically record games and practices. As you're hearing, Vio's online software is changing the way coaches and players break the game down. The camera has been designed with ease of use as a priority. It films 180 degrees with two 4K lenses allowing us to capture the whole field. The Vio online software comes with some amazing features such as automatic highlight tags, they can skip to the good bits, automatically tag the goals in the game and add them to the highlights section. There's no need to stop the game at half time. VO tags the start of each half 
and the end to skip all the dead time. There are four major highlight tools to the software. User highlights where you can find a moment in the game that you like. Draw on the screen, players are visual learners. Coach can illustrate feedback for the players through that. Directed highlights where you can take over the camera and direct your own highlights. And then players tags where you can tag the player in the highlights. When the player logs into their account, they can see all their key moments in one place. Please go to the link to find out more with Modern Soccer Coach www.veo.co slash us slash msc. Thanks and back to Henrik. It's it is fascinating, Henrik. Like we have a marketing war at youth soccer out here. I would say it's a marketing war. There's people that are are trying to push their clubs and push their leagues, and I am shocked that none of these clubs have invested in a little bit of footage to show a little bit of action, a bit of emotion, a bit of quality. Because would that not be a better sell than a fancy poster? I mean, uh, we're seeing. I mean, uh, I mean, we're seeing. Um, like we've got, we've got goals, you know, captured by amateur teams around the world, getting like a plus one million views on Instagram. Wow! Wow! Like it's. I mean, it's it's incredible the engagement. So you don't have to be Ronaldo or Messi in order to get a million views. Like it's that the great goal will get all the views you need. Um, so so uh, so so definitely the content is, is super super interesting. Um, it doesn't matter who actually scored the goal. Um, so, so uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I suppose the with club coaches, directors listening, they're gonna say, yeah, but this AI, this quality, this is gonna cost our club a fortune. But in doing my research for this, it seems like even before all this kicked off, you wanted to impact the grassroots game, and you understood that pricing was gonna be a major component of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when when you're when you're targeting the the, the mass money, uh, the, the 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 mass market affordability is is um, is, uh, is is critical. Uh, finding the right business model, and I think it's it's um, and and it's and it's a, it's just different markets selling into professional clubs versus uh, versus the the, the grass uh, grassroots and and, uh, and and youth clubs. Uh, because the purchasing power is different, um, and the, the economies and the clubs are uh, not coming from TV uh, broadcast revenues, but they're coming from, from you know fees from parents uh, and, and and so on. So the, the economies are, are just different. So so coming up with an affordable business model has been been uh, been critical for us, um, and, and I think it's a key part of our success. You mentioned earlier about the about the coach being a little bit scared. Of the technology. Listen, I bought uh, California Bakersfield. This is about six years ago. I bought a six-month lease on a tripod. Uh, easy to make, easy to assemble. Six-month lease, thousand uh, dollars. I'm guessing that's what it was. Henrik, I, for two hours, I tried to set it up. I couldn't do it, and it sat in the shed for the rest of the season. I mean. Please tell me that there's how how I suppose are you educating once you get the coach the equipment do you help them deal with it problems issues so forth No I mean uh, usability is uh, I, before I said uh, yeah affordability is key for use but of course also usability is, is, is critical and that, and our 
And our ambition has been from the start that like, if you can operate a smartphone, you can operate a video camera. It has to be that easy. Because uh, if we are, uh, we are selling the camera to a club, but it's not the person we're selling it to who's using it. They're saying to a parent saying, hey, could you bring the camera to the, you know, to the match and, and set it up and record it? So it has to be so easy that you can you know, give it to any user and, and actually make it work. So, so we are invested a lot in, in uh, manuals, in guides, in video guides. But actually, the technology is so intuitive that like, um, if, you, if you read the first two lines and the instructions, then, then you're, then you're pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good to go. Um, so we got yeah uh, you know tens of thousands of users you know recording so so we kind of we're proving that it is um, it's um, soccer mom uh, yeah, proof. Yeah, the the parents have got to be. I mean, with uh, I suppose even now again with the current situation, you've got to have a group of parents that are going to have to to put especially in this country put highlights reels together and and put that. In. I've been a college coach that has sat there and. Um, I've seen some horrific quality videos. <laughs> <laughs> Again, usability, affordability, and then the, the quality of the picture as well. That was that was obviously a priority when you're when you're putting all this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I mean the 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 the, the first one has to be recorded. That's the that's that's the most important. And secondly, you need to make sure the camera is pointed in the right direction. <laughs> and and and, um, and 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 if you if you have done those two, then you're then you that is probably good enough. Um, and and I think the, the good thing about our technology is that that you're making sure that you're capturing it because as long as you bring the camera, you're there. And, and as with our, uh, you know, what I talked to you before about the, the virtual camera, that I mean, you always make sure that you always capture everything. Um, and and when it comes to um, to recruitment. To, to colleges, um, we've, we've got uh, also uh, a lot of customers in the UK, a lot of high schools, where when you're taking an exam in, in, in the UK, you need to you know, show that on, on, on video. Um, and using our technology, they can actually uh, go in to run recording, but each player can then actually go in, zoom in on himself, and then export you know, those, uh, those views. So they're actually using it as, a, as a, also an exam tool in the UK. Um, to to document their, their their game and actually document every player and you with our technology you only need one camera, um, so so it's 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 pretty ideal for capturing those those moments for uh, for recruitment. Yeah. Uh, last few for you. Interested to get your thoughts on this AI technology. I mean, I, I mean, I I don't know anything about it, and this was like my first kind of introduction to it and the role it can do. Uh, where do you think sports going to move in 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 the next few years when it comes to AI? I think um, I mean you you definitely seen a, a massive um, involvement of, of technology in sport recently. Uh, I think many I think you should there's a lot of technology and a part of that technology is AI. I think there's many companies that as long as it's technology, then they also call it AI. It's yeah. not necessarily the the, the same, uh, although it's. Uh, it's becoming a, a buzzword, um, but but nonetheless, um, I think the the interesting uh, part is that in the professional segments, there's a massive investment in in technology and in, in AI and in data. And I think the problem in the the professional sport is uh, what the hell are we going to do with all that data? Because in soccer, there is not really that key metric that really shows who's going to win the match. Is it the expected goals? Is it passes? Is it, I mean, whatever distance covered. I mean, there's so many things you can measure, but whatever metric you have is not the key 
uh, a metric that shows you how to win matches. I mean, you can have, you know, 10% ball position and you're still going to win the match or you're going to have whatever expected goals and you're still going to lose the match. So, so I think the problem the, the problem the analysts have in the professional segment is that they don't know what to do with all that data. Um, so, so I think definitely the development in that side is going to be uh, looking more at a, at a meta level, like what can we do with all that data? And here AI is a super strong technology to actually try and, and, and make sense. And I think elements like you mentioned body language, um, like how can you actually figure out is that player good? Maybe you are going to take some some wearable data on you know how much have we been running the past matches? You know, are he are, is he close to being fatigued? Will he be injured soon? I mean, there's so much, so many aspects that that you as a coach know because you know the players, you've seen them in the dressing room, you see you know he's been ah the training, he's been a bit tired. So there's so many things you know as a coach, but you can never take just out of video uh, from the match. So so that's why you need even more data to actually kind of start predicting uh, how how matches will go. So I think on, on the on the professional side, you're going to see even more data capturing, and you're going to be more cross device gathering of data. So you're going to gather data from video, data from wearables data from hardware, you know, whatever the players are eating. I mean, all that sense. So the more data get aggregated and then, you know, some AI is going to make some sense out of that. So that's on the, on the professional side. And, and that's, that's, that's where, uh, you know, 95% of technology companies, they're focused on the, on the, on the professional side. On the other side, like on the mass market, on the, you know, the high schools, on the youth clubs and the grassroots, the technology development in that segment is still like in the stone age. Like, you know, when you go to an average club, if they have a whiteboard, you know, they're really high flying. You know what I mean? So, so I think it's, it's still worrying that despite the technology there is in the professional segment, that in the youth segment, that it's, there's like just no technology uh, used in that segment. Um, and, and again, that's, that's what we are focusing on. That is actually, you know, enabling uh, teams to use more technology, enabling teams to capture uh, their, their, their footage and use video more. So I think, on the on the on the um, on the amateur side on the non-professional side there's just a massive massive growth opportunity for thousands of companies to start actually focusing on how can we develop better uh, talent but uh, like use technology but not at a price tag that the, that the, you know the Premier League club are, are paying but actually bringing affordable technology to everybody that is the massive massive market opportunity and, and, and that's that's what we are focusing on and I think a lot of companies will, will come in here and say, "Can we use some data from the you know from the smartphones? Can we use data of uh, you know they're recording the sounds? You know what can we make out of that? Uh, what kind of engagement are we seeing around the clubs? Um, so so there's uh, there, there's so 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 much opportunity in that segment because there is literally not nothing uh, uh, today versus what we see in the, in the professional segment. So I think. Uh, the interesting opportunities are definitely in, 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 that, in that segment. Mm. Again, the, the high school and club coach who doesn't have access to 100 staff members alongside them, uh, and you're going to have, and I, I get it quite often, we're like, yeah, Gary, that's great, but I, it's just me on my own doing everything around the club. Can a, can a one, one person, one coach team, uh, can they set up and do the, the video system themselves? Could they set it up before training and then get it afterwards? Is that an option? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they are, it, it, it literally takes three minutes to set up. 
and two minutes to take down and that's it um and everything after that is, is fully automated um we've got a, an online video collaboration pl platform where you can log in as a coach you can do all your tagging each player gets a profile everything every time you tag a player the the, the video pops up on the player's profile they can have the full communication everything is stored at the same place so they don't need to worry about oh did i upload it to a dropbox or is it locally mm -hmm. here everything is stored in the same place everything re recorded in the same consistent way so they always get you know they get the footage um and uh, it's just super easy for the coaches to engage with the content our ai tags up the goals so you don't need to do that and then you can then from there on then annotate whatever is special for, for for your own um for your for your own matches and 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 furthermore which so, so that's on the on the match side uh, what's what's interesting is that we also see in clubs uh using video for practices Mm -hmm. um, and, and practice sessions are, of course, very different. Sometimes it's warm-ups, that may be not so interesting. But you often have like uh, these smaller breakouts where you maybe have, you know, two or four uh, groups doing different exercises. And here you would have, uh, you know, 10, 20 balls running around the field. And if you're, uh, and you're not, in order to film that, you'd need at least four uh, camera operators or maybe eight, depending on what you have. Um, so, so what we've done is that 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 uh, we build a feature where you can actually set up our camera, you know, in one spot. It films high resolution the whole field, and then you can actually afterwards go in, you know, choose the direction, film those five minutes on that exercise, and export that, and then actually go back, take another camera direction, filming on the other the other side, and export that. So actually, from the same footage, you can actually do. You can say unlimited clips, uh, unlimited angles, and thereby clip it out. So it's super easy using our technology to uh, to also record practice sessions and using that as a part of your player development. If you were a club then, and you had one team on one half of the pitch and the other team on the other half of the pitch, and you're a director, could you go back and look at basically both training sessions? Yes. You could? Yes. Wow. Same for goalkeepers in the corner, other team down here, you could go back yep. and review both yep. with one yep. camera. Yep. Wow. I mean, you can literally, you set it up and from that, let's say you record, you know, half an hour. From that half an hour, like on, on every second, you can do multiple different clips. Um, you can do eight different, you know, uh, 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 clips from the same record, 30 minutes of recording session. Very cool. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, okay, last one for you. For a coach that's again that's done no technology, no camera, I mean, probably looking at this saying, "Oh, I'd love to do it, but I wouldn't even know where to start." Where would they start? Well, first they go to a website, <laughs> <laughs> and that's then they, uh, you know, then they order a camera, <laughs> and then when they've ordered a camera, there are once they uh, once they receive the camera and opens up, opens up, there, there is going to be a guide that that you know kind of shows them up. What's the first time set up? There's you know a few points you need to go through, and then after that there's yeah guide showing you around how to, how to do it. It's it's literally super easy, and we have very non-tech savvy users uh, uh, operating the camera. So um, if you can if you can operate a smartphone uh, and you can uh, have a, a, a Google Hangout meet, then then you are, <laughs> then you are, <laughs> then I think you'll 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 make it. <laughs> well, I tell you, there's enough coaches that I know can operate a smartphone because they're all very active on social media. I just want to go back before we finish the piece that you talked about where you can tag the players. Is that yeah. a separate platform? Is that a website that they have access to? 
Yes, so so uh, all uh, users um, gets access to our our video platform. Mm. On our video platform, you as a club uh, can create uh, you know all the teams you have, and per team is then listed all the matches that those teams have been creating. And you have access; you can invite unlimited members, so all players can get their own profile. Um, and then when you open the match as a as a coach. You can then yeah see the whole match. You can yeah choose your own camera angles and then start start tagging up the match. And if you tag a player, um, then the players th those uh, those clips will then be populated on the players' profiles automatically. Um, and you can also do commenting uh, right, so that communication goes straight to the player. So it's super easy to have that uh, you know communication between the player and the um, and the coach. And all that is is uh, is uh, comes uh, comes along with the with the product. This has been great. No, I really, really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm fascinated by the whole uh, the business side of it. The the way the the world is going to change in the next, hopefully, the next few months. Uh, we can get because <laughs> clubs will have to shift how they're monetizing, how they're getting sponsorship. Um, they're going to have to be a little bit more innovative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're super, you know, focused on how can we. How can we, from our perspective, help clubs in this situation here? And I think it's about uh, remote fan engagement. Mm -hmm. uh, how can you engage the, the parents and the fans in your club? And obviously using video is key to that. Um, and and uh, like uh, sponsor exposure is, is, is critical. Um, and then potentially yeah, remote scouting, um, remote recruitment, using video for, for that. If you're not allowed to travel, you know, I mean, how would you, as a scout, actually start? You know, you know, uh, recruiting uh, people not to to, uh, to 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 travel. So, so thereby, uh, using video for that will also be critical. And 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 you know, once uh, things are uh, opening up a bit, I mean, we are we are following that uh, very closely and how we can adapt the the product to 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 those needs. Well, I'm excited to be working with you guys. So this has been great. I've learned a lot, um, and I know there'll be a few coaches. Hopefully, a lot of coaches reaching out. So. I really, really uh, appreciate you coming on, Henrik. I know you're a busy man. Thanks. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much to Henrik for his time and his insight there. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah, I've done a few webinars, match analysis webinars over the past couple of months. And there's always been a consistent message with everyone, even if it was player development or if it was breaking down with the data or if it was showing examples with youth games. It was to challenge and advise young coaches that when they're going through the process of growth and development to get in the habit of breaking down game film, to get in the habit of going through and building analysis programs with their own team. That doesn't mean spending seven or eight hours and employing 100 people to do so. It's just, a, it's just getting used to watching matches, getting used to to send in videos, getting used to sending clips. I think it's so important for a coach to go through that process. And I think today, one of the things I see that I think is potentially gonna trip a lot of coaches up is the temptation to send game away for some other company to break it down and tag it and do all that stuff. And I don't think you should ever shortcut that process. And I don't think a coach, a head coach, should ever let the assistant coach 
just send that away and pay for it even if they have the budget to do it it's such an important role in getting the storyline right and also in helping players getting better how can you help them getting better if they're if you're not willing to sit and go through their game in detail i think that's very very important so of course it's always difficult if you don't have the staff and the resources to, to do all the video especially club and high school coaches i get it that's where I think Henrik and, and Vio have a massive advantage to clubs in terms of not just getting the video to the players, but also teaching coaches to get better with their use of video analysis. Just coming off a webinar today with Leave You Bird, and he was showing examples of when he worked in, in uh, with his club team. And, and just that those consistent processes, I think, can make a massive difference for a coach. So I would definitely, definitely recommend clubs and coaches looking at that there and making it easier for them and then second of all that aspect of how the the soccer landscape is going to change for clubs and where they're going to have to start getting maybe investment maybe revenue streams whatever you want to call it that's the reality of what we're trying to do and I think to do that within the game I think is really really healthy because you're promoting the game and when you're promoting the game you're you're inspiring the players because you're showing pictures of them playing and maybe you're setting the bar a little bit higher of the content you're posting rather than like i said during the interview you know there is a place for a bit of humor there is a place for a bit of a laugh there is a place for a poster but when 99.9 percent of the soccer market of coaches and clubs are doing it I think I think we can do a bit better. I really do. I think if we want to talk about game intelligence and decision making, why not promote that with our clubs? Why not promote that on social media? We're not showing off our players. We're just showing our players what we want, basically. And there is a key difference. So I really enjoyed that from Henrik. I would definitely recommend checking out Vio. I've I've seen the software up close. I've spoke to a lot of coaches that have used it and they they speak very very highly of it. So really really excited to work with with Henrik and Vio and Lee and everyone there. And if you need me to connect to you please let me know. So thanks so much for listening to it. Thanks for Henrik and Lee for setting it up and really excited to move forward. Have a great week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Modern Soccer Coach podcast. For more coaching topics, sessions and resources Head on over to Coach Kernine on Facebook or visit the website at www.modernsoccercoach.com.